Have you ever considered what is available to create more magic in your world? If you allow the mysticism to come through you, imagine the vastness of opportunity you could access. Get ready to listen, share, and experience the mystery of you. Now, here are the hosts of The Mystic Margarita Show, Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. Welcome, dear listeners. I'm Marge Bowen with The Mystic Margaritas, and I'm here with the other margarita, Margaret. (laughs) Good morning, Margaret. (laughs) Good morning, Marge. It's so nice to be here with you today. It is wonderful to be here with you, Margaret. And today we're going to actually talk about the 46th Gene Key, which is from seriousness to ecstasy by way of delight. And I will just share with listeners, I had some serious stuff going on this past week because I realized that I had COVID. I didn't just realize that I got tested for it and felt every bit that I had COVID. And so um, when one goes through that process, it feels extremely serious based on all the information that has come in through the collective (laughs) over the past couple of years about COVID and what's happening with people. So um, it took everything I had to not stay in that place of seriousness and try and lighten up a bit, Margaret. I I would imagine so. Especially when you're when you're not feeling good, it's hard to come out of that <laughs> realm of seriousness. Yeah, and I love that. Um, you know, as as we've said before in, on the show, that the gene keys are correspond with the I Ching, and the I Ching is a book of change that's thousands and thousands of years old, and it's a lot of wisdom that comes from uh, people who lived with in in the in the natural rhythm of things um, far more than we do and um, this I Ching is called pushing upward mm. and it's all about you know it's all about how do when we are in this place of seriousness how do we support ourselves in even moving away from it because it everyone here knows how heavy it feels to be so serious. And the other question in my mind that we're, I think I'm sure we'll discuss here is why? Why are we so serious in that moment? What is that? Right. That's where I'd really like to begin. Okay, that's that sounds like a beautiful place to begin. And and I'm I'm just kind of cracking up because I I've just been, you know how it goes. We we uh, set our topic and then and then the contemplation starts to show us <laughs> in all kinds of different ways um, you know where we're doing that where we're doing that thing <laughs> where we're doing that serious thing and and I you know how why why we do this well we were imprinted early in our lives you know this this is one of the things that um, uh, Richard Rudd talks about very clearly in the uh, in this gene key um, in the uh, 64 ways he talks about this that that this is this particular gene key is about the first seven years of our lives and and I love that um, I've heard other people say this as well but that the first seven years of our life is is where so many are of our physical patterns and our emotional and mental patterns are laid down right and and they are anchored in in those first seven years 
and also that it takes a full seven years for the child to become fully incarnated in the physical plane. And I just think that that this is such important information on so many levels, right? And and you know, so if we were if we were surrounded by seriousness and by worry and by really heavy duty emotions in our from our parents and our environment, then then we are really quite heavily imprinted with it and come by it sort of naturally. Very naturally. In fact, you know, it, it does, it is given, it is given to us through our DNA, right? Because our, it, well, it just is. I mean, our parents, our grandparents and, and on and on it goes, all came into life with certain patterns, behaviors, and genetics. And our genetics, of course, from epigenetics, we know that our genetics can be influenced by many triggers, including negative thoughts, beliefs, and things like that. And so these are all the things that have been passed on to us. You know, what's interesting about that age, zero zero to, you know, birth to uh, seven, is that in my work, well, in my work, I end up doing age recessing and, and um, finding ages of different stresses, especially if there's, if, especially if there's a survival pattern in the brain, that's replaying from a certain age in youth. And often, often, often that age of seven comes up. And I've thought a lot about the age of seven and uh, why that would be in addition to what we're saying here, why that would be such a significant year. And one of the things that I've realized is that, you know, when you look at kids around five, they're just going to kindergarten, right? So they're really starting to develop that mental body quite strongly, right? Now they've been at home, you know, soaking in whatever they have from parents and other family members and friends and things like that. But it gets even, it's so, so we've got that beginning, but it gets even more as they go into school. And now in school, their brains are challenged in the learning process. And so that additional challenge plus a seven, we know more than we did at five. So now, but we don't know as much as we're going to know. So it's easy to see where a seven-year-old can really move into making uh, mental assumptions because they don't have all the information, but they have quite a bit more because they've been living in the school environment and at home for a couple of years. So they're more conscious, but not quite, right? So um, there are big stresses that really enter into into a child's life when they enter into school Mm -hmm. and um, things start really getting embedded and manifesting. Yeah. Well, seven is an interesting year in my opinion. So the seriousness gets well embedded, but you know what I loved reading about Margaret and, and it's true when you think about it is this gene key and all the seriousness that goes on is really about in the end ecstasy, but it's about luck. Hmm. And I thought, Oh, right. Luck. Well, what is luck and how do we create luck? And when do we, you know, when do we push luck away? Right. Right. Yeah. I, I like this too. And, and, and it, you know, as we're talking about the shadow p- part of this, the seriousness part of that, if we are, if we're pushing luck away, what we're doing is 
not going with the flow of life, right? Because this seriousness is really about not trusting in life. It's about um, trying to have, uh, it's about control and separation. It's about like, oh, I, you know, I don't trust life to provide for me what I need. So I'm going to try and control my circumstances so that, so that things could so that things are going to happen the way that I think they should happen. <laughs> you know, and there um, lies the attachment. That's right. What you just described was a beautiful description of attachment, how we become attached to things. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and, and it's also, you know, uh, I want to like bring in the idea of the, the programming partner of the gene keys. If you're, if you're not familiar with the gene keys, it's a beautiful system of, of um, self-discovery and self-awareness um, and and just uh, this incredible journey of uh, understanding um, the 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 depth of the human genome and and each of the gene keys has a a programming partner that works together with it and the programming partner for this 46 gene key is called the 25th gene key, which is the shadow of constriction, the gift of acceptance, and the city of uh, universal love. And you can kind of, you can see how they work together. So if you're in seriousness, if you're really in this place of needing to, feeling really separate and, and needing to control and and not, um, not delighted about anything, worried about life, right, then then what happens in your physicality and and in all levels of your being is a deep constriction. And so that constriction causes more seriousness and that seriousness causes more constriction. Go right. ahead. Yeah, you were okay. yeah, thank you. So, right. And so that constriction, energetically speaking, because we are energy beings and we have energy that flows in the meridians under the skin and they link to organs and glands. We have the chakras, we have energy around our whole body in the shape of an egg. They all work together and they, with each other and they all work with the physical body. So if we are constricting things, then flow is restricted, right? Flow of energy, flow of blood, flow of, of communication, uh, electromagnetic bioenergy communication within the body and outside of the body. And um, so that is when we build up a deficiency or excess energy. And so the more constricted we are, the more we are out of balance because we have things that aren't getting enough energy or we have too much energy going into going into certain things. And if people just sit back and listen to the wording of this, of, you know, less energy, more energy, I think, I think we all can really relate to um, this constriction and what it can do to our health. Yeah. And, and it's, it's so, it's so apparent in so many different, um, you know, of the, the chronic pain syndromes of, of today, you know, and, and so many different um, physical difficulties that we have that really are, um, are, are stress related that are, 
are about this um, excess of worry with this energy going into um, into or being repressed, you know, emotions being repressed and held down. And so it really is an excess, even though it shows up as this um, depleted feeling. Like I'm, I'm, I'm just so... Uh, aware of that in my own life and my own body this i think i told you before the show this this actually is this gene key is my life's work gene key and so i have both you know this gene key and the programming partner um you know as my evolution so i'm really familiar with this cycle <laughs> and but i uh, with the good news for me and for you know i hopefully for our listeners too is that that we can move out of that shadow of seriousness and move into the gift of delight through through that programming partner of acceptance like being with what is and being you know because this is so much how seriousness takes hold is that we're too much in the future we're we're worrying about the future or we're uh, ruminating about the past and we're not present at all right so if we can come back and be present and accept what's going on right now it doesn't mean that we don't want it to change or anything like that it's just like i'm in acceptance of what is right now and i can relax a little bit into that then pretty quickly we can we can start to generate some of that delight <laughs> That's beautiful. And um, because in that moment of constriction, <clears throat> we are, we're residing, just as you described, we're either in the future or the past, but wherever we are, we're doing it mentally. So we're very engaged, <clears throat> excuse me, um, in a strong way mentally. And we're, you know, we're, whenever we stay in our mental body and allow that to drive things, we're already disconnected from our physical body in a certain, you know, in a certain way. And so, you know, it's time to get back into that alignment so that we can breathe through and let go of, you know, because this, you know, it is about attachment. And so I'm holding some attachment um, in my mind to something, whether it's a relationship or a way of being or a belief or whatever it is. And that's, I've got to be able to breathe through that. So already I'm in my body, right? to begin to let go of those attachments and create my own luck. <laughs> I know there's good fortune, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. I want to, I, I kind of um, diverted the, the conversation away from that, the luck conversation, but let, let, when you come back, let's um, bring it back around to the, the, the science of luck, <laughs> okay. which, which is sort of the chapter of the, uh, the title of the, the chapter on the 46 gene key. So you're listening to uh, Mar Mystic Margaritas. I'm Margaret Miller, and I'm here with Marge Bowen, and we'll be right back. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and, well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means Pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas, in this context, 
represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for The Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspire Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. So glad you're listening in today as we discuss this beautiful 46 gene key from seriousness to ecstasy by way of delight. And we were talking to Margaret about luck, and I, I just would like to read, <clears throat> excuse me, a quote, and it says, our acts, thoughts, and words really do have an impact that returns to us. And to me, if we think about, if we really open up to the fact that everything is energy and and every thought I have is an, an energy, every word I speak is an energy, and every you know action I take has an energy. So, so to me, luck is what am I creating? in my own life? What am I attracting in my own life? And if it's, if I have negative thoughts, and I uh, mistaken beliefs, and not goodwill, then probably that's what I'm creating in my life, because that's what I'm attracting. And so I, you know, I really believe that this, this speaks to the natural rhythm in the universe that exists for all of us, this energetic rhythm that we can create for ourselves through having integrity with ourselves, through um, realizing that it matters. What I think, what I put out there, what I say matters. Mm -hmm. Like that, that's, it's interesting that you, uh, use the word it matters right because this is this is also part of this this gene key is is recognizing what really matters and what doesn't matter and um there's a quote in there somewhere and i'm not gonna i'm just gonna paraphrase it but it's it's like um nothing matters except for life and love <laughs> you know and and uh and so so yeah if we are if we recognize that like you said, that everything that we are putting out there energetically is what is returning to us and, and of like frequency is returning to us. And we're spending all of our time and energy uh, worrying or, or not trusting, not having that ability 
to to um, allow life to bring to us, you know, what it's going to bring to us, and and trusting that that it'll all work out okay, right? If we're if we're worried about things, we're we're bringing that energy into fruition, and we're we're going to sort of you know be the self fulfilling prophecy of of gloom and doom. <laughs> Right. And sometimes because life can be hard, it, it can take great perseverance, right? It can call persevere, it can call on us to be to really persevere through, you know, difficult times, like we all have been for the last couple of years, but that perseverance is really um, our ability and our consistency of being able to come back into a harmonic place with Mm -hmm with the cycles of life, right? With our body, with nature, with all that is good, right? In our life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and, and that's exactly, you know, when, when, we, when we come down into our heart center, when we practice heart coherence or heart centered awareness, right? When we bring that energy down into the heart and take a nice deep breath and start generating some positive emotions, within moments, we start uh we start regulating our 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 physical body and our energetic field and our our mental body right our 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 uh brain waves come into a coherent rhythm within a few minutes and then our energy field increases and and we have this we're swirling with this positive energy right if we just come into our bodies and 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 come into our hearts, then then we then we do we start to attract to us this uh, serendipity or synchronicity or we start to see that happen and and it really is that is the science of luck. It's like then we start you know really quickly can start to uh, be able to see the results of that and that's that's such good news it's such good news for people who are over serious because if you can just (laughs) you can if you can just generate that for a little while you'll be able to see the results of it or you'll be able to see some evidence of it at least if not you know full-on results yeah and i always think of this uh you know not being there, not being heart-centered, not being in the breath, um, being in the mental body too much. You know, I I always think of the reactivity that's involved in that, right? Because sometimes emotionally, we are way too reactive, right? And well, what is that? Reactive. Well, it could be we're overwhelmed by our emotions. And so we respond with more emotion, whatever that is, whether it's anger or frustration or, you know, whatever that is. And so it, that reactivity, there's a cost to that, right? There's a cost to that reactivity. It, it, it creates that restriction that we're talking about constriction, right? And then already there's over energy, you know, so wherever there's over energy, there's under energy. And, excuse me, and in the meantime, our words that we say might be so reactive that all of a sudden now, there's a consequence within a relationship, because of the way that I expressed. And so it can be this vicious cycle, right? So I love that you brought up 
Yeah, we need to bring it down, right? Bring it down, stabilize in the heart and and in the breath so that we can let go of that reactivity. Yeah. You know, the other interesting thing about the, you know, that reactivity, you know, over the long term in in somebody who is is really um, manifesting the the shadow side of this is, uh, you know, the shadow of seriousness is um, like frozenness or frigidity. Right. And and like being really frozen in their um, body, like the Stoics and it, and it really it reminds me of my father was a Stoic and I'm, I, I, you know, I, I have a Stoic nature also, but I also have the other side of it. Right. I have <laughs> I have the ecstatic side as well. But that's that seriousness and that reactivity um, is actually uh, can be subverted, right? And it, it it can be instead of coming out in in some kind of outward reaction, it's it becomes frozen inside. I can't express myself because my expression is you know um, might be so harmful, right? I I, I can't risk. Um, being that angry because if i was that angry i might you know cause violence or i might you know uh do something that doesn't that really doesn't work and so you kind of get frozen in your body and and that's Mm -hmm. so so that's a it's a it's an interesting um that that's where that constriction starts to really show up in in the body and i remember this in my in my father it was like he was so still and and silent and ominous <laughs> you know in some ways that that it was just like this almost like a statue and it wasn't until um a couple i think it was a few days before he passed away where i saw this incredible light of being in his eyes and and not that I, you know, didn't see beauty in him throughout his life, my life with him, but, but really that, that serious, silent, you know, frozen person was what I experienced mostly. And, and then, then to see this incredible light, it was like uh, um, an angel <laughs> looking out, this ecstatic light coming out through his eyes. And I was like, Oh my gosh, that's what was frozen in there. That's what was in here that whole time. (laughs) So I kind of went off, but. No, no, no. It's amazing though, as you describe that, because in that moment, there was no mental body. There was, there was only spirit, right? There was just pure spirit. Yeah. It's a beautiful story. It's a beautiful story. Yeah, the the mental body can really um, can really keep us keep us stuck in so many ways. But what's great is that we can move into delight. And delight, I just I love the I love the word right because it just you hear the light in it 
right? And the light is, is who we're really meant to be, right? In this world is we were learning to become more of our light. And, you know, of course, the opposite of that being mired down in seriousness creates that constriction, which is not ease or dis-ease. Okay, and so it's a lack of ease. And so I love that we're moving now into this beautiful place of delight. And I also love that that really delight is really has it has an innocence to it. Oh, yes, it does. It does. It's always it's like it's like children or eat or even animals, you know, um, but children to be around children. It's, it's one of my favorite things about being around my grandkids or and any kids is that they are just in delight of everything, of course. And they've got that child innocence that is just gets captivated by the little minutia things that is just so delightful to be around. <laughs> I'm delighted by your delight. <laughs> oh, well, let's let's take our break now and then come back and then dive into delight. Sounds good. Okay, you're listening to Mystic Margaritas. I'm Margaret Miller. I'm here with Marge Bowen on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and, well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means Pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas, in this context, represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for the Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is the Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to MysticMargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. You're listening to Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller here at Mystic Margaritas, and we are talking about delight and Haley says I love that word too it just rolls off the tongue beautifully it really does it's a beautiful (laughs) word and um, I love that it's connected to this idea of innocence as we were talking about before the break and it's so fun to um, be out Uh, one of my favorite things to do when I'm outside is to 
take delight in anything that's out there, whether it's a flower growing or actually even a weed. And I have to tell you, because I've had COVID this last week, I have not been out to trim. I haven't been out to weed and I go out there and, oh, I've got my work cut out for me when I'm finally feeling up to it, you know, but as I'm out there and I did go out a few times and pull a few weeds, (laughs) but as I'm pulling them, I think, you know, weeds are incredible. They're just incredible. They always find a way up. Doesn't matter if you have a flagstone pathway, it doesn't matter what's in their way. They always find a way. <laughs> and I thought, oh, March, go lay down. <laughs> that's, just, that, that's, my, that's my delight right there. <laughs> well, they're delighted for, uh, to be alive and they're going to find their way. They're going to find their way to the light, right? Light. <laughs> to, exactly. to be delighted by the light. <laughs> so, so I like that you brought in that the, you know, children and animals, right? Because they are, they are the pure innocence they and 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 so how can we move ourselves out of seriousness spend some time with children spend some time with animals and and be delighted allow yourself like we can we can be delighted on purpose like you said you like go out there in nature and find you know find the flower to be delighted with find the the plant to um uh, you know marvel at and to to revel in i have this little game going on uh with one of my cats right now wyatt wyatt Earp. he's the sheriff around here and and he um he and i have this game and he um he has a, a heating pad and it's on a chair and you know right now it's it's kind of nice for me to sit on the heating pad and so so we have we trade off and I'll sit on it for a while and eventually he'll come over and pat me like with take his paw and pat me on the on the knee and go hey it's my turn so I'll get off the heating pad and I'll go sit where he was sitting there waiting on the on the um ottoman <laughs> and 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 he'll sit on the heating pad and then when I start getting a little shifty then he'll then then he'll get off and let me get back back on and my husband it just cracks up because it will go on for 20 30 minutes we'll play this game you know where we each of us gets like two minutes to five minutes on the on the heating pad and it's so delightful i mean it really truly is just so makes my heart just i want to burst right oh that's that's great that's a funny story and i have a cockatiel and i've had this cockatiel for uh, i don't even know excuse me how long it's it's been over 50 probably around 17 18 years which is incredible and some you know he does squawk sometimes and sometimes you know my like my husband is just like tolerates the, the bird right because he squawks and but he has the most beautiful song and he doesn't sing all the time but every now and again he'll burst into song and I find it whenever he does I'm just right there right in such delight listening to his song and thinking that is so amazing and I'll just say oh yeah that is such a pretty song that's such a pretty song and he'll just keep going and going and going and and it's like man I'm glad I have those kind of I'm glad I find such delight in something like that because it's really and i want everyone to to just explore this when you're in that kind of delight are you serious 
Are you mired down in attachment and seriousness? I don't think so. They can't really coexist together. They do <laughs> not coexist together at all. <laughs> That's so awesome. So yeah, and 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 so because they can't coexist together, and and we we know that we can that we are. You know, we're creating the environment that, that our energetic environment that we're living in, right? We're creating our own, we have our own bubble that we are and our own climate that we live in. <laughs> and and if we're filling it with delight, if we find something like this, so we're talking about it, and I can feel it happening to me right now, right? As we talked about that and you, I shared my story and you shared yours, it's like, it, this is delightful, it's, you know, it's, it's full of delight, right? And we can keep generating that. And then pretty soon we can tap into that, that next field, that, that ecstatic field of energy. Yeah. And I almost feel like the ecstasy is actually present in delight. You know, I mean, it was really fun to talk, give our stories and we were experiencing that delight and, that is a moment of ecstasy because what is ecstasy? You know, it's being contemplative. You know, we're thinking about the beauty that we're, we're experiencing with our animals and we slow down and pause. And so in expressing that beauty, we really are in that moment, enjoying that everything about that moment. And we're in sync with nature and we're in sync with each other. And that, that really is ecstasy. That's when we can feel ecstatic. Yeah. Yeah. And this is, you know, I mean, there's, I remember having somebody um, come to me for a session one time and that was their intent was to experience not during the session or whatever, but that they wanted to know what ecstasy was and, and what that, what that field is and it, it, it you know I mean, it is associated in a lot of ways it is associated with our um sexuality and our sensuality right but it's it's more than it's more than just like an orgasm during sex or or, or something like that it's it's like it includes that can include that for sure but it's more of this this uh sort of uh whole body uh or whole being uh, orgasmic energy or, or yeah, that is ecstasy. And, and so it's not, you know, it doesn't, it's not confined to one realm. And, and that's, I think that's a misunderstanding that people have, but when, when we're fully in our heart, like you said, and when we're really engaged in, in that delighted state, then it does it, you know, we become, we are overcome with that ecstatic nature. And, you know, for me, I, I remember, um, there was a book that I read, um, probably in my early twenties, I think my daughter was maybe a year or two old and, and I can't remember the title of it now, but it had to do with, um, living in ecstasy, like living in an ecstatic state. And uh, the, the premise of the book was that, that we are intended to live at ecstatic frequencies in our lives that are, that actually our, our physicality and our, you know, is, 
and our physiology is designed to live at these really, really high frequencies. And, and, and I, I believe that's true. And I, I actually know that it's true that we're supposed to live at these high frequencies. And it's because we're not that we see so much disease in the world. Yes. And it's that ex ecstasy is not a constant, right? We move in and out of it. Right. <clears throat> and I also believe, I'm glad you brought in the physicality of it because, <clears throat> sorry, still a little okay. covered just, um, <clears throat> because the sensory system is such a piece of this. You know, um, <clears throat> I think one of the most ecstatic moments besides giving birth, that was certainly an ecstatic moment, um, <clears throat> was also for me swimming with a whale shark or, or swimming with the dolphins, you know, and that's such a strong sensory experience because I'm in the, I'm being supported by the beauty of the water of Hawaii, for example, I'm seeing the beauty in front of me of this creature. I'm, I'm hearing it. I'm, I mean, it's just all levels. I, I'm because I'm with nature in that way, which is, it's so very, it's so very deep in me. I love, I, it's one of my, it's just so important to me that I feel connected in such a bigger way to what's bigger than myself. Right. And so that to me is, is ecstatic and it does involve our senses, whether we're drinking a good wine or eating really good food. And that's why children, right? That sensuality of children, which of course it has nothing to do with sex, has, has everything to do with that beautiful innocence and just soaking it all in, in a million different ways. Oh, yummy. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that makes life delightful and delicious, right? Those are, those are delicious. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, I just um, uh, glanced down and I, I saw this quote that I had written. It's a Richard Rudd quote uh, from this Gene Key. Mm -hmm. And it says, the formula for a wonderful life is so simple. Uh, tread lightly and don't worry so much. Life will take you where it wants to go. And I just thought, oh, yes. Let go of the oars, right? I always think <laughs> about that from an Abraham, uh, an Abraham lecture that I listened to about, you know, if we've got the oars, we're in the boat. <clears throat> we start using the oars, we're paddling upstream, right? If we let go of the oars, the stream will take us. We just follow the flow of the water, you know, and it's a great metaphor for, for letting go of a lot of things, right? Uh, our controlling nature, and that's controlling of the ego as well, of course, because it's there to keep us safe and, we, uh, and we're built for safety, we're built to survive. And so we have to be able to work our way through that and and let go of the attachments that, that have formed because of that so that we can just follow follow the flow yeah so so uh, sort of going along with that i i drew a card for today and uh today i used um the way of the horse cards and the card that i pulled uh is called promise and it shows uh, a picture of a newborn foal with her mama. Mm -hmm. and, and it talks about its promise and it talks about auspicious beginnings and, and um, 
nourishing the new life and how the within hours the the foal is knows you know how to nurse from the mom and is up and walking and and keeping up trying to keep up with the mom and and uh, delighted in life and it's long-legged you know <laughs> just exploration jumping around and that it's beauty awesome. right so i thought it was a, a beautiful um a beautiful uh sort of demonstration of delight <laughs> that and, really and ecstasy really yeah it really is you know i went to my brother's house <clears throat> about he was he's moved since then but about 20 minutes from here and their property is next to um a horse property where there were two horses that had just given birth to these foals and and but they're a little bit bigger now right and they're still suckling and all that but to stand there and watch them bounce around and move in the way that they do that is pure delight and fun <laughs> Yeah. Let's let's go ahead and take our break, Marge. We're we're getting towards our last break here. So you're listening to Margaret Miller and Marge Bowen on Inspired Choices Network. We are Mystic Margaritas and we'll be right back. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and, well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas, in this context, represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for The Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. You know, Margaret, I was just thinking, um, you know, we move in and out of ecstasy, of course. And so the question is, well, when I move out of it, you know, um, how do I move back into it? How do I grasp? How do I capture and um, my next thoughts were, well, you know, you re remember, I mean, just in reminiscing for me about that moment with a whale shark and, you know, Haley said, oh, yes, whale sharks and dolphins, you know, killer whales as well um, make her ecstatic. And so just in remembering and recalling those moments, you know, and, and really recalling it with all our sensory fields engaged yeah. is a wonderful way to quickly help our body connect with that feeling of ecstasy. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a visual meditation is what it is. Yeah, that's, that's, that is really important actually, because this is, I mean, you know, this is how right by, by, uh, making it real in our consciousness, using our imagination to re to tap into that energy once again, to remember it or to um, 
generate a new, you know, a new experience like the, how athletes, you know, they do the, the guided visualizations and they and they really deeply visualize every move they're going to make, you know, the downhill racer, downhill skier, you know, imagining every turn and every uh, drop off and every, you know, every single piece and how that's going to feel and feeling it go exactly right. Yeah, same thing here. This is I, this is why I was one of the reasons I was so excited for this <laughs> call today is I knew that if we did this, if we kind of like allowed ourselves to go there a little bit, that we could generate this feeling inside of ourselves as we're going along and i i wanted to just share with you also my you know yeah my birth experience with my daughter was it was ecstatic you know and i i had a home birth and i had decorated the room the bedroom with um with all of these colors and streamers and it was rainbow colors and just like and and i remember you know as as the midwife held her up to me and she was still attached to the uh, umbilical cord and and she didn't cry she just took a deep breath and stretched and like everything was so um uh, psychedelic. I mean it was really really profoundly intense and the beauty of everything was palpable in the air you know and and so so experiencing that in and right now my body is is in that state of just like knowing that and feeling that and remembering that we can do this we can do this and in fact one of my mentors and teachers of the he actually created the brain integration work that i do um his name is dr charles krebs and he actually lived in Australia at the time, had a diving accident. Um, he went deeper than he thought he was and ended up with the bends. And um, by the time he came up um, on the boat, he was starting to lose his feelings up his legs and into his torso and going up into the chest, which of course, then you can't breathe. And they, he was so fortunate because there was an oil rig that was on strike. So they had a decompression chamber that he was able to go in, but he couldn't contact his girlfriend or anything. Well, anyway, during that process, I'll finish really quickly because I know we're in, nearing the end. But um, in that process of the decompression chamber, he, he got feeling the feeling pushed down. So he, you know, he, the numbness stayed out of his chest, but he went into a rehab and it was in the rehab because he has this incredible knowledge of, of um, neurology and energy, the energy channels, because he, he had studied martial arts. He sat in the rehab, going, literally going through the channels, following, taking that energy through every neurological channel in his body. And he was the only one that walked out of that rehab. He literally walked out of there. He was compromised. He couldn't stand up straight, but he walked out whereas he was his, he completely lost feeling of his legs. So that's how powerful visualization is and how it can really assist us in our body, in our mind and in our spirit. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, and so how, you know, if you haven't ever experienced I, I don't think that there's anybody that hasn't had a moment of it somewhere, right? And so when you, when you can tap into that, 
and especially if you have these really delicious experiences that you can tap into the energy of, then eventually you don't even need to, um, you know, remember anything from the past in order to to generate that that feeling of uh, ecstasy, right? Like you said, just go out and be in nature and allow that flower to um, to trigger that in you. And and you know, so so for me, it's like, oh, well, this is this is my work now as I'm as I'm healing from a little physical compromise. This is your work now, Marge, as you're healing from COVID, as you, you know, like generate that ecstatic feeling in your body and you're going to generate the the health and the well-being much more rapidly than you would. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Well, Margaret, what are we doing next week? Do you know what the uh, key is? Do you have uh, I was really hoping you, would, you wouldn't ask. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't looked. Oh, um, okay. No worries. Well, we're going to have a most stimulating conversation for next week, aren't we, Margaret? Whatever. I would imagine so. <laughs> it's, been delightful. it's been delightful to be with you today. Thank you for <laughs> helping me lift my energy. And so oh, you're welcome. To continue. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. So, so we, uh, we'll follow the the gene key for the week but we have this week to just practice being delighted and uh being in ecstasy how about that how about we just like generate that as much as we can <laughs> go forth and do that people <laughs> yeah right <laughs> so so um, we do, we have about, it looks like we still have about 30 seconds or so. So let's just uh, take a nice deep breath. I like it. Let's do that. Bring our energy down into our heart center. And smile. And feel the energy of delight feel some imagine something that makes you feel delighted now in this moment ah. beautiful and generate this for the rest of the day if you can <laughs> or as for as long as you can thanks for joining us everybody Yes, we appreciate you listening in. And if you want any more information, you can find us on Facebook, Mystic Margaritas. Thank you. See you later. Bye. Thank you for choosing to listen to the Mystic Margarita Show. Marge and Margaret will return next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, drink up the magic in you.